Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report on a Monday. My name is Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are here. Don't forget to subscribe if you have not already. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Rebel Report, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. I use Spotify myself, but use any of them. You've got one on your phone automatically, so just pull it out, search Rebel Report, subscribe. And leave a rating and a review. I appreciate you guys, every single one of you, for for doing that and being a part of the show. So we did the live chat last night, and the theme of the conversation was simply put, do you uh, think that the weekend series win changes your outlook uh, on the team? Is your outlook different? because of what happened this weekend. So I hope you guys enjoy it. There's some basketball conversation and stuff in there as well. As always, it is the live chat. They kind of drive that conversation. So anyway, hope you guys uh, enjoy it, and I appreciate you being here. Before we get to it, I want to tell you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website. If your Mississippi business is in the market for office technology, again, anywhere in Mississippi, and you need whatever it is, if it's tech in the office and you guys need it, check them out online, absms.com. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment, so you tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. That's Advantage Business Systems, absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority with 16 locations scattered across the state of Mississippi, so there's Very likely to be one in your backyard. They make you their priority every single day with their online banking platform. It's simple. It's easy to use. All you need is an internet connection, and you can manage your money in any way you need to because Priority One Bank makes you their priority. Also, follow me, social media, by the way, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. I have the occasional, very occasional good tweet, and uh, so hope you follow me there. Here it is. This is from uh, the Sunday Night Live Chat Talking Baseball. Does the series win change your outlook on the season? Does it change your outlook on the season? So uh, here that is now. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always, and I'll talk to you again uh, on the next one. Talk to you soon. I know there's basketball and, and other stuff this weekend, college football stories. If you guys want to talk about that, we certainly can, but the theme of the day, at least uh, for me and here, what I'm setting up for you guys, I want to hear from you guys, is did a series win this weekend change your outlook about the baseball season at all? Did anything that happened this weekend change your mind about what you uh, what you thought about your team going into this game? So I want to hear from you. Tell me what you think. Did this series win Change your baseball season outlook. And uh, I will say uh, that I'm going to be the cold water guy, or or at least I I guess I might be one of the few cold water guys because I saw a lot of like super duper positive reaction today. 
And and I understand it. Fans are excited because their teams win. I'm not going to try to tell you you should not be excited when your team wins, especially uh, with how it happened in Oxford today. I mean, just like a, a historic uh, run output. But to, to be quite honest with you, uh, no, nothing at all has changed my mind about what happened. Uh, there's nothing that happened this weekend has changed my, my mind at all about what uh, the teams are going uh, to be and what they are. Now, the only thing that could have been gained this weekend is a little bit of confidence, I suppose. Winning breeds confidence. Playing and beating up on bad teams should breed confidence. Uh, you are supposed to beat badly uh, High Point and Georgia Southern. That is supposed to happen. Uh, now, that's ignoring also the the losses uh, that happened this weekend. But uh, So maybe... That has changed it from being a disaster to something a little bit better than that, I suppose, because Ole Miss especially at the plate is not as bad as they have looked to this point. Uh, they have guys on that roster that have produced at the power level, that have produced at this level, at a high level as well, that have uh, come to Ole Miss and started the season very poorly. Um, confidence was clearly lacking. Those things are true. And so if this weekend gave them a little bit more confidence and they can start playing better, th- then good. Th- that is great. But I ha- I'm still not going to allow myself uh, to watch a, not even a, a sweep, a series win over High Point or Georgia Southern and tell you that things have turned around or, or whatever. High Point is a horrible baseball team. This is a week where Ole Miss lost to, they went two and two, and those two losses are High Point and Arkansas State, the worst teams that they're probably going to play this season. Mississippi State got swept by Austin P in the midweek. Austin P went to Starkville and swept them, and they lost a game on the weekend. So maybe a, a little bit of confidence was gained in how these went. That is totally and entirely possible. But I need to see high-level play for a couple of weeks before I start talking about how things have truly turned around and are looking up in a positive direction. Until I see that, I'm not going to change my mind about a team setting up to underachieve because they beat High Point in a series, not even sweep high point, but they beat high point in a series, despite what today looked like. And they beat Georgia Southern, uh, despite what they looked like today. So maybe it's confidence boosting teams lack confidence. They get to beat up on somebody. If you're confident, it breeds success. Maybe that is entirely possible, but there's just, there's going to be an overreaction. I think to what happened on the field this weekend. And I'm not buying that. I'm just I'm simply not buying that until proven uh, otherwise. So that is um, that is where kind of I fall on it, that this series win did not change my season outlook for uh, for these teams. But if you guys think otherwise, then let me know, because I'm glad you're here and I want to talk to you about it. It looks like my Pelicans are going to blow a uh, 12 point end of third quarter lead tonight. So that's really fun. I'm looking forward to um you know, feeling dumb about that later. So other than that, let's uh, let's talk. First message, officially booking hotel rooms in Omaha. I'm delusional. 
Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah, that's a positive outlook, Tim. Like that. Here's a basketball thing with state and with state's net at 28. The projections are saying if state was to go two and two, they could be a six seed. And if they finish three and one, they could be a five seed. Yeah. Uh, absolutely they could. And that finish is certainly on the table. Now, Kentucky comes in freaking hot. Uh, I mean, that that is going to be an awesome basketball game. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, so that, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but it's entirely possible. And, uh, you know, with the, the 12-5 being as common in, uh, as it is, you want to avoid that upset, don't you? Yeah, you want to avoid being the five. You'd almost rather be the six than the five with the way that goes. But, uh, no, I'm kidding. But, yeah, man. The uh, the non conference schedule has uh, has really benefited Mississippi State. The, uh, the the metrics have loved them because they went out and played a bunch of you know quality teams and in, in neutral site games. And as a result of that, uh, they've been able to suffer some conference losses. And it still has them sitting at twenty eight. But last night's win was really impressive uh, for for them. Really impressive. They they came out and they played really well. Um, punched LSU in the mouth really. And, um, I mean, dominated uh, the second half in that game as well against a, uh, an LSU team that had, had been really hot as of late in a, uh, a difficult place to play on top of it. So uh, just impressive, impressive day yesterday. You know, this is a baseball discussion, but you wanted to touch on basketball quickly. That's fine, man. This discussion is whatever you guys want this discussion to, uh, to be about. So there, uh, there you go. You think this Ole Miss team has run out of gas and some kind of confidence, motivation? You expect them to lose most of these last four games. Yeah, I podcasted about that uh, a little bit today. I just um, – something's not right with them, and it hasn't been for a couple of weeks. Now, they overcame it and beat Missouri, and and obviously that was good and important, but this has been going on for a little while. They, they've got a – I don't know if it's a crisis of confidence. I don't know if they're lacking uh, there, I don't know if they've run out of gas. I don't know if scouting reports have have come out on them uh, to the point where, uh, you know, it's really hard for them to um, to just operate offense. I, I don't know what it is, but I know it doesn't look right. And, and at times, it, it's looked like effort has lacked. At times, uh, they've been undisciplined, uh, especially yesterday with the Flanagan thing. Uh, I mean, just a remarkably stupid. Uh, thing to do and a very bad spot to do it so I mean what you've had a player arrest lately you've had that Uh, you've had poor shooting uh, poor energy bad starts bad offense on and on and on you know it's it's been a um, it's been a really bad stretch for them Um, and now they have to win out to make a, a tournament thing realistic and that doesn't appear to be very realistic so Maybe it's all of the above. I don't know what it is, but something is not right. They're not just losing games. It's there, There's more to it than that. I would love to know what that is. We probably never will, but it's 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 more than just they're, they're stacking losses. I mean, you're, you can go all the way back to maybe the Auburn game as to possibly when this started because um, it's been going on for a little bit, so – how about the Rebs? Brandon, thank you for uh, for the super chat, my friend. Uh, I uh, uh, I know that you, knowing what you do, uh, appreciated that uh, that fishing picture today. It was uh, it was awesome. So uh, thank you. I appreciate you very, very much. But you say you don't care if it was a bad pitching staff. You'll take 25 points on a Sunday. Yeah, there was a lot of um, pent-up energy that was uh, – not energy, frustration – 
that was uh, exhausted in a good way uh, today for Ole Miss, I think. They were able to uh, to um, knock some demons out of the park, it seems. As for Alan Flanagan, that move was unacceptable. Surprised you haven't seen any suspension by the SEC, but you'd sit him for an extended time. I have a feeling you'll get that announcement tomorrow. Um, you know, I had a, a buddy text me and say he wouldn't play for me for the rest of the season. And I think that would be just, I don't think that that's what's going to happen, but it's not, not only did, did you do that, which is egregious in and of itself. I mean, just walking up and just el- trying to elbow. I mean, that that's a knockout blow, man. If you actually land that elbow, I mean, if you connect on that, I mean, think about what could have happened there if he connects, you know? Uh, but on top of that, the the timing of it, like that's something that you should never do. But the timing of that being in the second half of a must-win game uh, against a team that, uh, I mean, you were you were dominant against in the second half and brought your team back last time you played them into create an early exit like that for yourself. Um, if what my buddy said came to fruition, I think that would be just. Just stupid on a lot of levels. You need to see more before you're completely sold, but it was nice to see the potential of this team. Yeah, I mean, Ole Miss's bats weren't going to be that bad forever. I mean, you weren't going to have over half the lineup hitting under the Mendoza line for the entire season. Um, But... Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see. And I don't think Iowa had a good weekend either. So I thought this weekend was going to be a good test for Ole Miss, but uh, maybe not so much anymore. Let's see. I I looked earlier, and I don't remember, honestly. So if, yeah, they did not have a good weekend. This was a ranked Iowa team that, um, so they beat Seton Hall to start the season, beat Ball State, lost to Lehigh, beat Loras the hell's a Loras? 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 That's a real place, guys. I'm not kidding. The L-O-R-A-S College Dewhawks? I swear I'm not making this up. The Loras? Loras? College Dewhawks? They beat them 20-6. to They lost to Auburn, Virginia, and Wichita State this weekend. They got swept this weekend at Iowa. So that was a ranked Iowa team that, uh, I mean, Auburn and Virginia especially, not bad teams, don't get me wrong, but maybe uh, Iowa is not exactly the test that we were expecting them to be because that's, uh, again, my mind's going to be blown about this Loras thing for the rest of the day. Loras, maybe? Loras College? Loras College? The Dewhawks. What is a Dewhawk? Might as well. I'm already down here. What is a Dewhawk? It's not even a real thing? I'm on the Loras College website right now. The Dewhawk tradition dates back to 1924 when Loras College was called Columbia College. The Columbia football team under the tutelage of head coach Eddie Anderson, who could forget old coach Anderson, was just coming off of a win over the Wisconsin School of Mines, later UW-Platteville, followed by a stirring 7-3 victory over then-powerful Cohawks of the Co-College. This is a real, I swear this is real, this is cracking me up. 
Columbia would next travel to Michigan to face the mighty University of Detroit. In a preview story for the upcoming game, the Detroit Free Press focused on Columbia's heralded win over the Cohawks at the time. Columbia did not have a nickname, so the Free Press sports writer took the liberty of referring to the Columbia Gridmen from Dubuque as the Dubuque Hawks, later in the story called the Dewhawks. The name caught on, and the Detroit Free Press became the author of this controversial moniker. The following year, the Columbia Department of Athletics sponsored a contest to all students to come up with a snappy nickname for the varsity football team. Dewhawk was deemed unsatisfactory because it imitating it was imitating code too closely. I'm so sorry I'm doing this to you guys. And moreover, something absolutely original to the part of Columbia student is desired. So with a $5 prize reserved for the winner, the contest was open to the student body. The judges of the contest narrowed the list to 15 choices, Mariners, Rebukers, Colts, Centaurs, Comets, Bobcats, Panthers, Rockets, Terriers, Eagles, Spartans, Sentinels. It's a good name, by the way. Uh, shout out to the movie The Replacements. Bearcats, Dragons, and Pilots, but the name Dewhawk was not on the ballot. The winner was, well, no one's really sure. Nothing more was ever said on the subject the following year, however, the second issue of the school newspaper. A picture of the football team was featured with the caption, the 1926 Columbia Dewhawks. So there you go. A Dewhawk is not a real thing. And it's the mascot of Loras College. That's who Iowa most recently beat in baseball. You don't think you can change your mind about the this baseball team until they win an SEC series? That's kind of where I'm falling at this point. I mean, look, if they just start stacking win after win after win after win, then maybe you can start thinking, you know, this team might have something. But I'm with you, and I know it's more of a cynical approach, and I know people don't particularly like cynical uh, at the moment. But, uh, yeah, I think that, that there's way too much to prove, and it probably can't be proven until conference play starts. For Ole Miss, Friday was a complete disaster. Winning the series is okay, you guess. You want sweeps. It's really the way games two and three looked that's more encouraging. Yeah, I mean, flat-out domination. That's exactly what it was supposed to look like against a team as awful as uh, as High Point is. It's supposed to look like that. So it's like when you beat up on an FCS team, you know? Uh, it's supposed to be completely and totally dominant in football. You're supposed to beat up on Furman. When you do, that's still a good thing because you did what you were supposed to do. So, but after week one of this coming football season, when Ole Miss plays Furman and State plays Eastern Kentucky, uh, we're not going to react to what happened in the game at all unless there was a significant injury because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Either the only way we spend time on those games is if an injury happens or the games are close. That's it. So kind of like this, right? Starting to think the state basketball team is pretty sweet, maybe even elite. The only thing that concerns me is free throw shooting. Free throw shooting and then not having a a consistent uh, outside threat not named Josh Hubbard. That might get them in the tournament where they run up against a team that's got a handful of shooters, you know? team's making some three-point shots, and and you just can't score with them. But, I mean, the tournament's all about matchups anyway. So, 
Iowa coming into Oxford next week, and they look disastrous. Their pitching is awful, and they've lost four of their last five. Yeah, not going to get much of a test there. I hope you liked my uh, mascot reading there. You honestly think the Ole Miss Bats woke up, but we should know better this coming weekend against Iowa. Yeah, And, you know, like, like people keep on saying, it, and it is true, right? It, it is true that the, the team itself at the plate is more talented than they showed to that point. Multiple guys that produced at the Power Five or FBS level, if you will, to use a football term, um, those guys that hit 300-plus in the ACC were not going to come to Ole Miss and hit 100 for an entire non-conference schedule, right? You knew they were more talented than that. Uh, my my question is, though, if they were pressing, if they were lacking in confidence, why on earth? Like, like how does that dynamic creep in to where it basically looks team-wide? Because they were bad in the field and bad on the mound as well. And I think on the mound they might just have issues. Um, there, there might just be a talent issue there or a lack thereof. But when it comes to the plate, basically the entire lineup was pressing, as people say, or lacking in confidence. Well, how does that happen when you're playing Hawaii and Arkansas State and High Point? Like, how do those guys that have been that good elsewhere, why is that their mentality? How does that happen? That is something that uh, I find to be concerning, frankly, is is how already are they pressing? There's no pressure when you're playing high point, but Friday night they look wound up so freaking tight. I mean, you could you could just cut that tension with a knife, right? So so how did that happen? They they overcame it the next two days, but why was that even um, part of the deal? And it, thank you also. My friend, for uh, for that super chat, you are uh, incredibly too kind. Thank you. Super chats are not necessary; they are obviously welcome. But um, I appreciate very, very much those of you uh, that do. Uh, my guy Brandon here. Thank you, man. Think the writing's on the wall with Lamonis, so you think it's more interesting from a drama perspective, seeing how old Mrs. Season bodes out for Bianco. It is uh, from from just a content conversation perspective because that there is there is one deal with, with Mississippi State. If if they miss the postseason, Chris Lamonis is getting fired. It, it's just going to happen. It's a guarantee. It's just a guarantee. Well, Miss misses the postseason. That's not a guarantee. It does. The, the conversation is a little bit different. And so, yes, from that perspective, you're absolutely right. It, it will be more interesting if things go poorly to see how they all play out for sure. Last night was the best top to bottom state has looked all season. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. You thought this before the season and nothing has changed. Ole Miss versus Iowa this coming weekend tells you everything you need to know. Ranked team coming to Oxford win the series and things are better. I, uh, What's the weather going to be like? I, I, I think that people kind of circled this series as one that they wanted to get up for before SEC play. At just high points, just not going to do it for anybody. Uh, weather's going to be stunning as it turns out next weekend. So it should be really nice crowds as uh, as well for that one. So Keyshawn Murphy buying in on the defensive end, getting more minutes has unlocked this team ceiling. It's about time, right? And if you want to play for Jans, you better play defense, brother. Will Flanagan be suspended? Uh, the league absolutely will. Yes. Uh, I mean, absolutely will. Um, they, I mean, they suspended, uh, who was it from, um, from Alabama who brought the elbow down. Those are both terrible. Um, 
Flanagan's was more obvious. Uh, but yes, uh, he will be suspended, and he absolutely should uh, be suspended. Should have kept Kermit Davis, and you would have Josh Hubbard. This team would be better than they were last year. No, they would be worse. Uh, they would be. The, uh, Hubbard would have helped, yes, but Morell wouldn't be there. Brakefield wouldn't be there. They wouldn't have portaled well. No, I mean, even with Josh Hubbard keeping Kermit Davis, Ole Miss basketball would have been a disaster. It already was a disaster. Nobody was showing up. Bringing him back for another year would have just been a remarkably stupid thing for them to do. You can't keep a coach for the sake of one player um, because it, it it would have set that program back so far that I don't know how anybody would have been able to pull them out of it uh, at all. It just it would have been such an uphill climb that um, your candidate list would have been horrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. Uh, the team would have been pathetic. You would not have had meaningful basketball played yesterday. Even though they lost, the game still mattered. That wouldn't have happened. Uh, fan base would have been completely and totally checked out. The, the program would have lost money again, and basketball should not lose money. It should make millions, not lose millions, and it would have lost millions. Uh, no, keeping Kermit Davis would have been an awful, awful decision, regardless of it costing them Josh Hubbard. Hubbard's great, don't get me wrong. He's going to be great. Um you know, he has he does freshman things, but it's because he's a freshman. He's going to be great. He already is getting close to that anyway. But you can't keep a failing coach for the sake of one player. The drop-off for Juju Murray's been astounding. The guy was balling out against Memphis A&M and State. Now he can't buy a bucket. Yeah, he's, he's hit a wall big time. Um, I wonder if that's a confidence deal. Just especially when his game is so dependent on making shots, I, I wonder if he's just he's lost his confidence in the ability to do it. So, State needs Ole Miss to win a couple of games. Uh, Ole Miss now drops out of a quad one loss. The net uh, in the net, Ole Miss is State's only quad two loss now. Yeah, but that's not going to. I don't think that'll affect them really all that much, one way or the other. Still makes no sense to have a 12-5 play-in game, et cetera. If we're doing the play-in games, give them all to the 16 seeds. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think the play-in game should be 16 seeds. But, you know, they won their conference championship, and so they have to throw some a bone, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I appreciate you being here. I, I, I do, um, but but we're not in this on this little show. We're we're not, you know, we're not about that here. So, you know, we're, we're maybe it's not the right way to do it. Maybe I should go all in on on just one and and all that. Maybe I should, but we're not gonna. We're not taking. Um, we're we're not gonna do shots like that on here. Um, just as an Ole Miss fan, Flanagan was out of line. That being said, it was a rookie strike. One hour training with me, he could hone in that elbow. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. Um, he's lucky that didn't land. Yeah, he's lucky. Laura asked, "What in the Doctor Seuss?" 
I'm probably saying that wrong. I've just never heard of that before. You, uh, it's almost impossible uh, to find a college that plays sports that I have never heard of before, and that's one that I've never heard of before. It's crazy. Almost needs to not screw around in the midweek and probably take two of three from Iowa. They got to stack wins. Yeah, they got to get four this week. They've got to get four. And look, if we're going to talk about them making the postseason, they've already got two awful, awful, awful losses, right? Like you can suffer one bad loss. Arkansas State is going there. I mean, they were picked to finish last in the Sun Belt for a reason. Those are two horrible losses. So Hawaii will be fine. Like losing. Splitting a series with Hawaii on the road, that's not going to hurt them. That That's okay. They were, what, 78 in the RPI last year? That's fine. That's not going to hurt them. But they've got two horrible losses. You really can't afford many more. And so they've, they've got to get four this week. And frankly, I don't think they can lose either one of these two midweek games if we're going to talk about them actually making the postseason. Because conference play is brutal. I still don't think they pitch it well enough. And did you see what Arkansas did on the mound this weekend? So if we're going to talk about the possibility of them making the postseason, I think four at a minimum, and two of those four have to come in the midweek. You've said it multiple times this week. There's not one team in America that goes better than two and four in the last six games Ole Miss basketball has had, and the seventh is also brutal. Murderer's Row stretch of games. They have had chances, though. They have had chances. You still don't think much of either baseball team. Like you said, it's a wait and see. Losses will spark most discussion before a league play, no doubt. Ross has elite power, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, um, he was really good this week, and he's been good so far this season. He's uh, one, of the, one of the few bright spots so far. I think baseball finally found their offensive groove. Starting pitcher was good, too. Here's my, here's my cynicism, though, Connor, is it's high point. And, and I, I hate that I hate that I'm doing that. I'm kind of like poo-pooing on a, a weekend that people are excited about. But you better look good against High Point. It, it's High Point. So, but that is encouraging. Like you said, Friday was awful. Quinn was terrible. Fielding was very bad. The bats were atrocious, non-competitive, and extremely concerning. So many balls in the dirt. Not to mention the crowd, mainly students' reactions to Luke Hill. Friday and Saturday were testy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they uh, they absolutely were. And um, I already podcasted about it. We, we actually touched it on the radio show some yesterday as well. Um, look, I, I think that... If you're buying the I was hacked thing, then... You know, that's that's up to you, I suppose. I think that you would not and maybe I'm wrong because I you know, college students are dumb. I was one, I was dumb. It's fine that college students are dumb. But had had you just come out uh, come out and just kind of owned it, I don't think that you would have gotten booed in your home stadium for two full games, especially when one of which you're you're going over five with really non competitive at bats at um and, you know, I, I saw a lot of people say things like, well, it's just a college kid. It's like, you guys know how I feel about this. Um, if you're getting paid to play, you're a professional. And so the scrutiny changes some. When you're making a ton of money, more money than a lot of people, most people, frankly, then, 
then you're a professional, and so scrutiny follows. Um, going with the I was hacked defense is um, nobody bought it, clearly, because you got booed in your home stadium. I think a better strategy would have been just to own it and apologize, and, and people would have moved on quickly. Instead, you got booed in your own stadium. And I think that'll end. That'll go away quickly, too. I mean, people will move on because it's it's really not that big of a deal. But when your name is bashing the people that pay your salary, uh, regardless of how those came out, how those leaked, it doesn't matter. That's what happened. Um, I think a clearing of the air would have been better served than the Iowa's hack defense. But I, I guess apparently the um, the coaching staff bought it and the team is over it and moving forward. So um, I guess nothing else needs to be said if that's the case, right? If the, if the team's moving forward and the coaches don't care, then – so be it, but you got booed in your own stadium for, for two full days. I, I think that a, a different approach would have avoided that, but that's just me. And then the stuff with the burners afterwards, uh, anyway, anyway. You change your mind on their confidence, think they just got into a slump as a team. You heard they got into a slump at the end of practice right before the season. Interesting. You think State needs to host or he will be fired? I'm not totally sure that that is true, but um, if they don't, fans will still want that for sure. Brandon, thank you for the super chat, man. I appreciate you, as you know, more than you know. You were on the whole deal with this team sucks, but you will back off now and see how the next month goes. Yeah, they did recover some. I mean, that, that is another thing that happened this weekend is th- the noise can be quiet again, you know? So they won the last two games. Uh, I guess today one of their own players didn't get booed in his own stadium. At least I couldn't hear it. Certainly could yesterday and the day before. Um, so – that kind of dies down and and people aren't as wound up anymore. So maybe they can play a little bit looser this week. Well, Furnace is that guy who needs to play more, even if his fielding is bad. Yeah, if you can hit, just find a spot for him. I mean, it's not like you can get any worse in the field than they had been up until that point anyway, right? So at that point. Juju getting sat down at South Carolina is what killed his confidence. Here's the thing, though. He, Not that he was playing poorly at South Carolina. The effort wasn't there. And the team played better after he sat. I mean, what, what do you, at that point, what do you want, uh, what do you want a coach to do? Comment on the court storming situation at Duke Wake Forest. Yeah, it's almost never as bad as it initially seems, is it? So it turns out that the uh, the player was not attacked, like they said after the game. Player wasn't attacked at all. He may have initiated the contact. Now, in fairness, he shouldn't be in the position where he might have to initiate contact. I, I understand that, uh, but there are so many 
think pieces and gosh, the commentary on ESPN, who, by the way, promotes the hell out of court storming. They call it awesome. And then, uh, oh, it's so terrible. We got to change it. It's not an either or thing. I know court storming is a powder keg. I I understand it. We've had two incidences this year. Kalen Clark flopping. And then this. So it's not near as bad as the people that wrote about it says it is because we're such a knee-jerk reaction. We have this, oh, this is terrible. we got to get rid of it now. No, what we should do is find a way for that to happen safely. Figure it out. Whether it's you, you train security to have, like, I, I've seen this at other places where they have this rope that, that blocks off. They, they run out there quickly, and they hold this rope to separate fans from players or something. You can find ways. You can explore ways to allow that to happen without outright banning it. And all everything I read was, this is, we've got to end this. This has got to go. we got to ban this. Court storming and field storming is one of the great things that happens in sports. It's unique to college sports. If you've ever been a part of one, you will never forget it. It is an incredible thing. It's The, the scenes are amazing. It's so much fun. It's part of college sports and what makes them great outright banning them because Caitlin Clark flopped earlier this season or because this guy intentionally made contact with somebody running onto the court doesn't mean we have to outright ban it. Find ways to do it safely. These schools are worth hundreds of millions of dollars at this point. The athletic departments are. Find ways to have it remain because it's too important for what makes college sports unique. If you get rid of court storming, you're just inching closer to being the NBA. You think the play-in should be all 11 and 12 seeds. The 16 seeds won their conference. They shouldn't have to go to Dayton and play games most people won't even watch. What is the ceiling for state basketball in the tournament? All depends on matchups. But, I I mean, they can at least be a second weekend team for sure. If you were Chris Beard, your game plan this week would be just practice three-point shooting and no defense. (laughs) Oh, man. There might be 200 points scored in this game this week. Ole Miss, Alabama. Might be 200 points. Uh, Ross's homer today went 455 feet. Unbelievable stroke. What station is the radio show on and what times? Three to six. Uh, and it's statewide, so it depends on where you are in Mississippi. Uh, so 12 stations. And, it, again, it depends on where you are. And we have an app and an, a video stream and an internet stream, but just go to supertalk.fm and it will give you uh, the station lineup and, and all that stuff. So appreciate you being willing to check it out. You expect Alabama to crush Ole Miss on Wednesday, especially after Nate Oates called out his team in the post game. Yeah. Didn't Luke Hill's coach at Arizona state say some stuff about him when he left? Yes, he did. And uh, Mike Bianco and uh, Ole Miss players came to his defense uh, but right before the season about that, they were asked about that uh, at media days and, and talked about how untrue that was and stuff like that. But yes, his former coach at Arizona State said that they were better off without him in a press opportunity, straight up. Did say that. Luke is lucky Realtree didn't end that deal with him. Does he have one with them? I, I don't know the, the details of who is funding his deal, but... Um, How do I I see State faring against Kentucky on Tuesday night? I don't think Kentucky's a great matchup for State because of how they can score, but it's on the home floor. 
It'll be a packed environment. So, so that can level the playing field. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they won at all. I just I, th- I don't think Kentucky's the best matchup for State for, because of how they can score. But State's scoring the basketball much better lately too. So maybe I'm off there. When he's on, Josh Mallett's cut slider uh, thing is elite. You know how it will play out because Kentucky, but Tuesday should be a matchup for SEC Freshman of the Year, in your opinion. I agree. Will Flanagan be suspended for the Bama game Wednesday night, at least for the Alabama game? At least for the Alabama game. Jay Williams is a big wet blanket to ESPN's basketball coverage. Yeah, no doubt. Josh Hubbard is freshman of the year, in your opinion, but it's always hard to beat the Kentucky players. Yeah, they get the benefit of the doubt, as always. Funny how the media only gets upset because their darlings in Clark and Duke get court storms so transparent in it, though. Need to find a little man to sponsor. He's catching some hogs. Man, it's so funny. So he's still, you know, he's kind of afraid of the fish, but the small ones don't scare him. He was expecting, and I knew the second we hooked it, because he wanted to, like, I was sitting down, and he wanted to sit in front of me and hold the pole, and so, like, so we were, like, kind of just sitting there together. Like, I've got my hands on his hands, and when we hook it, I knew that it was big for, for that pole and for him. He was just reeled it in, thinking it was just going to be a little bluegill, and when that fish came up out of the water, it, like, blew his mind. Like, it shocked him. That if like he could catch a fish that big, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, look at this thing. Just on a night crawler, on a bobber. Oh, come on. Focus, camera. Focus, focus. It's not going to. But probably, I don't know, a little one pounder, maybe. Um, and then the bite just completely disappeared. We caught two fish like that, and then the bite just went away. And so he ended up just throwing sticks in the water for like 45 minutes. <laughs> But yeah, man, and th- thank you, thank you for uh, for your super chat, my friend. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. He's he's still kind of afraid of him, but yeah, we caught this little bluegill too. See, that's a tiny little guy, but that that's the ones that he's not afraid of. He he likes the little fish, but when we pulled in that bass, he was uh, yeah. Storming the court will never happen at Humphrey Coliseum. If you see the security, they bring out the last 30 seconds of the game. Ask the kids they got tackled coming out at the Tennessee game. I understand it. I just, it's a shame. It's a shame. Kentucky has been hot and cold lately. You are absolutely right. You think the offense will come along for the Rebels? We all saw today the power is there throughout the lineup, even though they did play high point. You would consider moving Gunnar Dennis to Fridays and maybe give Mason Nichols another shot to start. Cannot hurt at this point. How about Elko Homer in the spring game? The uh, the day his statue was released, yeah, he's uh, he's going to make the team. He's uh, he's going to make the team. It's incredible. Forky to replace Jay Williams. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough about basketball to be on a basketball set though. What about the DUI this week by Perkins? Yes, I uh, I podcasted about that Friday, I think, which is always the worst day to upload a podcast. Nobody listens to Friday podcast at all. They do, but not near as much. Like posting Thursday versus posting Friday, you lose like two thirds, not two thirds, like a third of the audience. It's unbelievable. Um, but basically, what I said was, 
He's lucky that that's all that happened to him. Uh, he's very lucky that that's all it was. Um, but I also, to be fully transparent with you guys, uh, that is a decision that I made when I was his age. I got lucky two ways. I got lucky nothing tragic happened, and I got lucky that I didn't get caught. But it's a decision that I made when I was his age. It's very, very, very stupid and reckless. There's ride sharing, Uber, whatever. There's taxis. It's a very poor decision. It's a very stupid thing to do. He should get punished for it. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, I am not going to come down on him. And I, essentially, I said, because it, in that way, anyway, he sh- again, he should be punished. Absolutely. I would suspend him for the first game. He probably won't be because it, it's February. Uh, but I would suspend him for a game. He'd have a, a, a lot of really early mornings with Coach Savage and, and have to do a bunch of extra stuff. And, you know, I'd, I'd punish him because it's a very stupid thing. But um, I, I, I chose not to, to, like, just to come down on him as hard as uh, for, for other things because maybe it's personal bias, but I've, I, I've, I've been there. I did that when I was his age. It's reckless and it's stupid. And, and he got lucky and so did I. So, um, that's just the truth. So, yeah, but he got lucky. If you ask Ole Miss baseball fans, obviously they went to host and go to Omaha and everything, but for now being competitive in SEC play and making the tournament is what they'd want for sure. Recovering from last season, absolutely. From a preseason perspective on paper, the talent and the coaching staff should be good enough to win 13 league games, which gets you in, right? Maybe 14. Yeah, probably 14. Um, especially with now bad non-conference losses. Yeah, there's no Ubers in Oxford on Thursday night, Friday night morning at 2.30 a.m., but he made a massive mistake, and he deserves whatever is coming his way. Yep. I mean, there's no way that there's not somebody that works for the department that would not come pick you up if you needed to be picked up. So... A guy from your high school passed away Friday from a drunk driving accident. It's sad that people don't think it can happen to them until it does. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, um, that's why I keep using the word lucky because I got lucky. Very, very lucky. I was very dumb in my youth. And um, dumb people do dumb things. So, but I don't think it means he's a bad kid. Because he's not. Just he did something dumb. And then that's it, you know. It's it, It'd be different if it was, you know, violence against a woman. Um, you know, something like dealing fentanyl or, or whatever, you know. It, it's not any of those things. I, I I just look at it a little bit differently, I guess. And maybe I shouldn't because of how serious it can be, but. He needs to learn from it and, and hope they uh, hope, hope he does. That's what you said, community service and one game suspension. They are kids and just got caught early, so hopefully he gets it right. Someone joked with you after the Perkins and Caldwell situations that Ole Miss is looking more like Georgia. Yeah. And uh, who was it uh, on the football team that was doing donuts, right? Uh, who was that? Was it Xavier? No, I don't want to miss it. 
appropriate something new. A player where it didn't happen, but boys will be boys, as they say. I will do that, Pat. I, I, I will do that the second we hang up here. It's not a bad kid. He screwed up. Everyone does to varying degrees. For uh, for sure. For sure. But um, they need a big year out of him for, for whatever it's worth. By the way, I, I don't know if you guys saw this today or not. There are uh, some... So new media is really good, I think, because it allows people to to build something without uh, having to be employed by somewhere with a platform. YouTube, Twitter, all this stuff. TikTok creates a free platform for, for people to have. So talented people can find themselves instead of having to depend on somebody to find them. It's really good. But there's a extremely popular, um, at least largely followed, uh, SEC based podcast and live video show that th- th- these two tweets are 22 hours apart. Okay. 22 hours apart. Shares a video of Mississippi State losing to Georgia Southern. The Chris Lamonis era in Starkville has officially gone completely off the rails 22 hours later. Much-needed performance from the dogs. The fire Chris Lamotis chants are silenced for now. Uh, 22 hours apart, those are. Uh, You you can't have a football mentality when it comes to baseball. And that's that's exactly what that is. Um, One baseball win doesn't change everything. It doesn't silence anything. Chris Limonis is still on the flamingest of flaming hot seats. You could not possibly be on the hottest, uh, on a hotter seat than Chris Limonis is on right now. You cannot be on a hotter seat than he's on right now. And what happened today changes nothing about that. And what happened yesterday does not mean that he's on the hot seat. He was before yesterday. He was after. He was before today, and he still is after. There's a reason you play three games a weekend, sometimes five games a week. Anyway. Yeah, okay, so it was him that got the doing donuts thing. Appreciate the uh, the super chat again, my friend. Thank you. Uh, you agree that he messed up, but haven't heard anything about a punishment and doubt we will, we will. Everyone that's young does stupid stuff. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, no, they won't make his punishment public unless he misses the first game. Uh, otherwise, um, and, you know, in, in a weird way, despite me being in media, even though I'm not a journalist at, you know, it's just opinion platform. Um, I don't really need to know other than, it's happening, right? If it's not happening at all, then it becomes a problem, right? If you're Texas A&M and there's no discipline in the program, everybody's screwing up and nobody's getting punished for it, well, that's an issue. But I don't need to know like the specifics of it as long as it's happening. If it's not happening, then you might create issues. But anyway. Yeah, Edward, if you're talking about that AP article, um, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
can the basketball team catch their stride at the end? I, I wouldn't bet on it right now. I, I really wouldn't. Um, they just it, it just doesn't look right anymore. It really doesn't look right right now. They can overcome it, but right now it just doesn't look right. Now, the way Alabama plays defense Wednesday night could be a really nice get-right day for uh, for them offensively. So, But Alabama can also score 120 on you. You think the baseball team did today what they should have done all weekend? Who even is high point? Yeah. Um, high point is here's your uh, – your, your random thing of the day before I let you guys go. Uh, some of you are too young to remember this. Uh, Brandon, you might remember this. Um, there was a guy that played basketball at Ole Miss named Stedman Short. He didn't play much. He was a big. He, he was a, I mean, he, he was a really good high school player. He actually played at my high school's rival. And, and so um, he was a big deal uh, in the upstate at the time. But he went to high point. And then transferred after one year from High Point to Ole Miss. That's the only reason why I know what High Point is. Because Stedman Short from Hillcrest High School, who I watched in high school and stood in the student section uh, with in high school, um, transferred from there to Ole Miss to play basketball. So you have fun with the it's over and we're back tweets from play to play with the Ole Miss baseball team right now. Yeah, people are having fun with those. It's pretty, uh, pretty fun. The offense runs through Matt. You do think he did if he didn't get in foul trouble early versus South Carolina, they'd have played better? Probably so. And yeah, Edward, I agree. I just look at I respect the, the grind and um you know people developing followings and stuff like that. But but man, th- this is baseball. You, you can't have those kind of reactions from one game to the next in baseball. You can't do it. It's got to be a totality thing. Do I think that Beard is the coach next year? Brandon follows it up with, I believe Ole Miss does everything they can to keep him. Ole Miss will do everything they possibly can to keep him, yes. They they, they will. Um, I mean, I suppose there's a chance that one of these jobs comes open, comes after him, and, and he leaves. But until that job comes open and until he becomes a leading candidate, I, I, there's just no reason to worry about it yet. Um, I mean, we, we can't forget that he does come with baggage, even though this year has gone well and he has not gotten into trouble. That still is something that will be a, a deterrent for people to hire him. That's just the reality of the situation with Chris Beard. Uh, there is, there's baggage and it's still pretty recent baggage. It's really just a year old. And so that that might turn some of these jobs away, especially if they can get interest from other high-level coaches. It's entirely possible that that's just, that's just too much. So Hillcrest outside of Jacksonville. Hillcrest in Simpsonville, South Carolina. I, I grew up in, in upstate South Carolina. Nobody knows how to rebound or guard the three for Ole Miss. No, not at the moment. Closeouts have been especially interesting to me. It just looks like the effort's not there. Your guess is every big coach at Ole Miss is still in place in 25. You don't think Beard is here forever, though? I don't think he's at Ole Miss forever either, but 
if you made me bet right now, I would bet on him being the coach in 25. I think. I think. But Arkansas and Louisville will come open. They will. They uh, They will. So I got to run, though. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you a lot, um, as always. Uh, thank you for the super chats, especially you, my friend. Um, PTG Outdoors, the, um, the the best. You told Cross that Beard is the kiffin of basketball that we needed, and we need a kiffin for our baseball coach. There's a few that I can think of that are out there, but – Anyway, you guys are awesome. I appreciate you. We'll be back Tuesday, Tuesday, 7.30 on the nose on Tuesday. We'll go a little bit earlier on Tuesday. Uh, we'll do an early bedtime because we need one. And uh, we'll, we'll go right at 7.30 on uh, on Tuesday. So I'll see you guys then. Oh, wait a minute. Shoot, that's when State's playing Kentucky. I'll let you know. Hey, make sure you have the notifications on. Make sure you have the notifications on because I, I don't want to – That's a six o'clock start. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Keep those notifications on. I, I will either I will either post a video or we will go live on uh, on Tuesday for sure. So I'll see you then. You guys enjoy the rest of your night, and I'll talk to you uh, talk to you soon. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.